Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gimme More Reality. It's me, Kylie. We're back, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. I hope everybody is enjoying my little baby podcast. Um, so, guys, still have not gotten to Vanderpump Rules. I just haven't been able to bring myself to watch it yet. So, um, but I did watch Winter House and wow, wow, we woes. We have something, everybody. We have something great. <laughs> we have something great. Okay, what is that guy's name? I think it's like Andre, I think, or something like, I mean, the Italian man, Italian stallion. I mean, honestly, if I've, if I've ever come across, <laughs> he is gorgeous. You guys, he's funny. He's gorgeous. He seems very like charming, very sweet. Yeah. He's trouble. Straight trouble. Oh my goodness. But wow. Okay. Loving just like, I'm already liking like the new people that we have that are coming into the house. Um, you know, Austin is a hot, hot mess. And ugh, God, I mean, he's not, um, I don't know how I feel about Austin. Austin is is wild. I didn't watch the last season of Southern Charm. So I'm not really too sure like what happened there. But all I can remember from the, the season before that was when, um, you know, he got caught up in that whole uh, threesome situation, or maybe it wasn't even like a threesome, but regardless, he got caught cheating on, on Madison. Madison. Oh, God. Little Craigie um, currently has a girlfriend, but I find him and Paige, like, super, super cute. So I hope things work out with for them. I really do. I find them adorable. So, and you could just tell, like, they had, like, chemistry, like, on that show. Even though you could, like, I mean, I don't know how things kind of play out in this show, but it seems like little Craigie is being very respectful of his um, girlfriend at the time, which, you know, thank you, Craigie. Appreciate that. Um, as you should be. Um, but, um, you could just tell that they already had like chemistry b way before that. So I'm, you know, things, you know, worked out, worked out eventually for them. So, um, but, oh my goodness, the whole room situation cracked me up. It was like an episode of fucking, uh, Real Housewives in New York. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness. But. Listen, I'm loving the cast of Summer House. I'm like, I don't, I mean, I can't remember what all happened on the episode because we're just like, this first episode, we're really just kind of meeting our new friends and, <laughs> um, you know, just reacquainting with some old ones. Um, but I'm very excited for this, um, for the season. I'm so happy that Bravo did something like this. And yeah, I'm very excited for the season. I'm not a lion. Like, I'm like, I'm in it. I'm in it. Vanderpump Rules, I'm just like, man, man. I don't know. That whole scam this last week too with um Rand possibly cheating on Lala or not cheating on Lala like nobody really fucking knows like I don't know I'm just like ugh. a lot of people were spe uh, speculating that she was doing that because she was trying to sell tickets or trying to get people to come to her book signing I don't know. I mean, that's it could be very possible, but also I'm just like, how does that help you with getting a book signing? Like, I don't know that people what feel bad for bad for you to then go to your book signing like that. I mean, there's no way. Let's say if she was coming to my area, no way would would I probably go to that book signing. I mean, well, you know what? Listen, I probably would, but would it make me want to go more, knowing that she was going through that? I don't think so. 
I would just want to go to see her regardless of whatever the fuck's going on with Rand. I don't know. That's just me. Um, but I don't know. Just Vanderpump is not. I. I mean, listen. I've. I have heard that so far this season has been good, um, and people are, are enjoying it. I just, you know, have too many other things that I would like to watch, and right now Vanderpump is not on that top list. Again, like I said last week, I will. I will get to it eventually. I will. Like, I, there's no doubt about it. I'm sure I'm going to watch it. There's going to be some time when I have some real, when I actually have some, you know, downtime for a couple of days. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't have anything to watch. Oh, especially when the holidays come, y'all. Um, <laughs> then I'll just be like, oh, I have nothing to watch. So what am I going to watch? Well, fucking Vanderpump it is, hooker. So get to it. So I will get to it, guys. Just, you know, I'm just, it's not, again, not on the top of my list. There's other things that I'd rather be watching at this point in time. So when I do watch it, I'm sure I'll have some things to say. Um, but as of right now, what, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. But I did watch um, part two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Ooh, wow. Okay. I am loving, love, love, loving the quest. Like, I mean, a fucking Andy Cohen is a God is goddamn Diane Sawyer over there. I mean, uh, listen, he is asking some hard-hitting questions. And uh, listen, I, I don't think Erica was uh, – she should have been prepared, but I don't feel like she was prepared because she's not giving great answers. It's a weird kind of like walkabout answers, just fucking like walking around like the question. And Andy's just like, I don't know how many other ways I can fucking ask you this. Can you just answer directly? Um, and I know there are things that, you know, like we all do, and I'm sure Andy knows as well. There are things that she can't answer answer because she's in a, in a court case. So I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But like you could just do like a little bit better, right? Like, I mean, I just feel like she's just getting caught up in the whole, I feel like trying to protect Tom's situation. <sighs> But also, like, I mean, I'm sure she doesn't want to say too much because, listen, I think that she did know. I think that she found out about this before the divorce happened. I think some things came to light when they were stuck together during COVID. And, I mean, she also did mention that, you know, her ears kind of perked up when she started being, you know, added in some of those lawsuits instead of it just being like his firm. Like she was being tacked on to them. So I think that she may have found some stuff out and she just doesn't, she is not in a place to maybe divulge that information yet. That could be very possible. I don't know. <sighs> but also like you guys, doesn't she, doesn't Erica look wickedly different than what we have seen her on past seasons, on past like reunions? Like why is she wearing that little baby pink dress? Like, it is a baby pink fucking dress. Like, I'm not talking, like, baby pink in the sense of, like, the color, like, baby pink. No, I'm saying, like, in the sense of the size. The size is baby and the dress is pink. <laughs> in case that wasn't clear. Um, but she looks mad different. Mad different, y'all. Like, I feel like like she looks like she has been through the ringer. Through the ringer. I don't think that she has her same glam squad anymore. That's for sure. I think she has somebody different that maybe is a little bit less 
Or maybe her fucking assistant is helping her out again. Who can say? But things are different. Things are different. Um, gosh, um, what else was there on that on that episode? Oh, little Kathy and Kyle, though. Oh, my goodness. That, like, broke my heart. I don't know if anybody follows Casey Wilson. She's part of the Bitch Sesh podcast. Um, she cried her eyes out during that scene. And I was, I didn't cry my eyes out, but I could see why she was. Because I was like, my heart hurt. So I could tell, like, she clearly, like, she just, you know, being, I'm sure, being the oldest, like, she's the one that, you know, has been around their mom the longest. And that was a really hard person for her to lose, of course. Like, I mean, it's not, for for all of them, I'm sure it was a hard person to lose. But I think for Kathy, it hit her extremely, extremely hard. And maybe a little bit harder than maybe Kim and Kyle. Um. And, you know, she just doesn't want to do anything ever that's going to tarnish her mom. It's just, oh my goodness. But they're like, I'm so glad that they have finally overcome those things and that they are, you know, in such a better place and, you know, just finally just seeing the importance of, of you know, letting go of the passable shit and just being a family, you know? Um. Oh, yeah. And then we talked about, like, you know, Dorit being, like, long-winded. I was just like, I could give a fuck about this. Like, yeah, we all know that Dorit's long-winded. Like, why is this even a topic on the reunion right now? I don't know. I just thought it was weird and random. Um, But, yeah, that's, I mean, listen, the majority of what why we are all so stoked about this fucking reunion is for Andy to fucking question the fuck out of Erica. And I love that so far, both of these two episodes has been a huge chunk of them has been Andy questioning Erica which I am on board for. And I think all of us are. So that's what we're really here for. So I could really give a shit about any of that other stuff that we're talking about, but you know, I guess, you know, they were on the show, so we got to talk about it, but you know, like we're all here for the Erica shit, you know, like we want answers stat city stat. Um, but yeah, that's really all about, that's really about it that I have to say on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I didn't take any notes on him. Just kind of just going off the cuff here. Um, with Winter House and Beverly Hills. But yeah. So um, let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac. Now, this is the um this is the episode before our season, before the season finale, you guys. So it did feel like it was a little bit of like a filler episode. Um, but totally fine. I mean, it was still a good episode, just there wasn't like a ton of stuff that happened because everything's about to pop off in this last episode. <laughs> so, and I'm just like, are we about to just start like from the pop-off point? Because it seems like a lot of things are gonna happen in this one episode. So away we go. Um but um, so we begin the episode. So sorry, this episode is called Crab Boiling Over. Which I mean, listen, I mean, the title, like nothing really boiled over, I feel like. I mean, a couple spats, but nothing really crazy. Um, so I don't feel like the title's very fitting for the episode, but that's just me, you know. <laughs> maybe I'm just being a little too maybe a little too picky, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, so the episode begins, we're doing a crab boil for the last night, um, for this little weekend vacay with the couples and, um, the caterers are like getting ready and blah, blah, blah. And what cracked me up in the beginning is when the editors literally zoom in on 
the lettuce. <laughs> like bump 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 bum 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 bum. I mean, it wasn't like that. I just added the Jaws um, music, but um, the way they zoomed in on it made it feel very Jawsy. Like, watch out! <laughs> um, so they all go outside to like eat, and it seemed like I mean, it looked like it was going to be like kind of like chilly, and especially like they're like right on like the water and stuff too. So I'm just like, I don't know how this is going to work, but. Um, you know, G's out there and he's just like, it's too damn cold for me to be out here. Like, so he went inside and ate and I was like, I feel you G like, I'm not trying to eat like fucking freezing when we have a heated home right there where y'all could have put the fucking table. Y'all could have put the table inside. There is a table inside to hold. I feel like to accommodate, or you could have just like got a table like hello production. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I just was just like, it's too cold out here. I feel G like it's too fucking cold. Oh my goodness. So, um, and then, you know, Ashley had asked, uh, Eddie, like, you know, if he's had like, if he's had like any contact with like his mom or anything like that. And it sounds like he has like, so they, it sounds like, you know, that, you know, she reached out a little bit. So like, at least the lines of communication, communication are open. Um, so I was just like, I was really happy to hear that, you know, at least like something is starting to happen, you know, even if it's a small something, at least something is. Um, and then, um, like, uh, what was it? I don't even know, like exactly what started it. I think maybe, I don't know. I think G maybe like started talking to Ashley or something like that, like asking like if she was like good or whatever. But then like just a pop off moment happened between Mia, Ashley, and G, and fucking, um, he was just like, "What are you talking about?" Like when I guess you know because she was saying, you know, like when you were bugging me like in the bus, like what were like like what are you talking about? And she was just like, "I didn't do anything." Like I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, "Do you have like do you?" Um, what did she say? Do you have amnesia? And then she goes in, do you have Alzheimer's? And I mean, you guys, I felt like the life when she asked G, do you have Alzheimer's? I felt like the life was sucked out of little G's face. Like he looked so sad and disappointed when she said that to him. I, like it hurt my heart for him because I really like G, you guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if anybody else is like on the same, on, on the same board as me, but I like G. I think that he is, I think G is a G and that when G wants to fucking party, like he's about to go all out when G's at home being a dad. Well, he's being a fucking dad. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a good guy, I think. And I think maybe he got like a little tipsy and maybe he was just like picking on Ashley a little bit too much, you know, but like to be like, do you have Alzheimer's? I was like, Ashley, like, don't hurt him. This isn't for him. Like be mad at Mia or something. Like what the fuck? Leave G out of it. (sighs) Yeah. I was not a fan of Ashley messing with my dude G. Like I really was not like, I like G a lot. (laughs) I like him a lot. I find him hilarious. Oh my goodness. But of course, of course, Mia is happy to come back with something messy because then of course, then Mia was like, do you know where your husband is? She's like, yeah, with our kids. She's like, are you sure about that? (laughs) 
Oh, messy Mia. She said, you're going to come for my husband? I'm about to come for yours. I'm like, she's not messing around. Oh, my goodness. I really enjoyed Mia this season. I mean, as messy as she is, I mean, God, she keeps it entertaining. She really does. She really, really does. Oh, my goodness. I mean, they kind of, like, just, like, let it go. Like, nobody really kept, like, talking about it. But, um, you know, like, G is just like, like, listen, like, I'm sorry if I, like, offended you in the car. Like, she's like, okay, thanks. He's like, thanks. Like, he just did not give a shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then Karen and that cake. Like, very sweet of Eddie and Wendy to um, to get this little cake for her to jump out of for Ray before, they're, before they do their renew their vows. But I was just like, we couldn't have, like, hid Ray, maybe? Or brought Ray to the cake? Instead, we see Karen's legs because we had to lift the cake up and then she's going to pop up out of it. Like, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't well planned. It wasn't well planned. The, the intent and the goodness was there to do that, um, but it just wasn't well planned. It just wasn't well planned for me. Oh my goodness. So then everybody gets back to their, you know, this, that was the end of the, you know, the trip basically after that. Um, and, you know, well, before they, before everybody went, you know, to, like to bed or whatever, after the dinner, um, you know, Karen tells everybody, I'm going to send you some invitations to just make sure you open the invitations outside. Some people listened, some people did not. <laughs> so now what was cracking me up is that we cut to, you know, once everybody's back home, we cut to, um, Robin and Juan because they got the invitation and Juan is over here using a fucking a face roller y'all he's using one of those little face rollers I was just like okay Juan using that face roller get it oh my goodness but you guys these butterflies made me very upset and sad I did not like it, not one little bit I did see that in that little invitation they did put like little breathe holes but I don't like it. Clearly those butterflies could not breathe because half of them were dead, half of them were alive. Some of them were clearly dazed and confused. And once they got out of that box, they had to take a beat before they could fly, fly, fly far, far away. Did not like that one little bit. I just thought it made me sad that, you know, half of them had passed. Half of those butterflies that had passed. It was just so disturbing to me. Like, I know what she was trying to do, but it didn't happen. And it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Ugh. And then poor Mia with her mom, you guys. Oh, my goodness. It sounds like there was quite, like, they tried to do, like, a little anniversary thing, Mia and G. And so her mom was still watching her kids for her. And it sounds like things just went downhill very quickly it sounds like maybe there was like an issue with like her older kid like not wanting something for dinner or something like that and it just escalated quickly to where mia was just completely triggered and was just like this is um you know this is why i have an issue with my mom you know i don't know hurt my heart for her because i know like she's really trying to like create a good relationship with her mom and it's a hard thing. It's a hard, hard thing. But hopefully they are, hopefully one day they will be able to be in a good spot, you know, better than where they are. And, um, 
you know, hopefully they both are, you know, I think they, they both were wanting to work at it. So I'm just hoping that it works out. Um, you know, especially for Mia, it just hurts my heart. Um, Giselle, then we cut to Giselle and she divulges that she is, um, dating someone to production. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? But of course she's keeping it, you know, under wraps, you know, I'm just like, um, Giselle, like, can you share that with us, please? Cause like, we want to know like who you're dating and yeah. But besides that, you know, then she, you know, in the show, she's talking, you know, to her girls about her like dating, but that like whole situation made me very sad because they're just like, basically like, like, listen, that's like all well and good that you're trying to tell us like what we should look for. But honestly, we don't have anyone to look up to look for, look, we don't have anyone to look up to, to, you know, see who we should look for rather than you just telling us like you and dad don't have a good relation, don't have good relationships. So, you know, you're just, neither one of them are good people to look up to in the sense of like relationships. So I'm kind of glad that that put a little, you know, a little fire under Giselle's ass a little bit to be like, listen, I got to be more vulnerable because honestly, I'm just at the end of the day, what she's doing is just doing a detriment to her, to her kids. Really, you know, as much as, you know, it may seem right for her, um, it's not helpful to her girls, you know? So, um, but I love that, that they're having like those types of like conversations and that, you know, I mean, Giselle is opening up, you know, probably maybe not as much as what some people would like, but I feel like she is opening up and doing her best, you know, she's doing it. It's baby steps, baby steps. Um, and then we find out that, you know, um, we cut to Ashley going to like a therapy appointment and we find out that Michael hasn't wanted to be intimate with Ashley, which I find sketchy, but also like, I mean, she just had a baby a few months ago. So, you know, everybody's just kind of feeling it out, but also like, um, like Ashley said, this was like right around the time when Michael fucking cheated on her the last time. So I can understand her being a bit apprehensive. Like you keep saying that you don't want it and I'm just trying to make sure you're not going to cheat on me again. So are you sure? Like you good? You sure you good? Because I'm happy to. You good though? Okay. Be safe so. But also gross diary cannot be trusted. Cannot be trusted. But fucking baby Dylan is fucking adorable. I will say that. I will say that. I will say that. And I love that fucking Ashley has no shame in her game. That girl is breastfeeding all over the place. And I love it. Get it, girl. Then we cut to Wendy doing um, like a photo shoot for her candle line. And of course, you know, she drops that, you know, basically like Eddie took care of everything. He took care of the business plan. He got the, you know, the photographers like together like eddie took care of a lot of things like figuring out like how much money she's got. like eddie kind of took the reins over which thank god because i don't think wendy would have gotten there but i don't know again it, it blows my mind i don't know how she wouldn't have like it doesn't make any sense to me um that she just it didn't seem like she was able to get that done or that she didn't understand what a business plan was. That's still, that whole situation is, is weird. It's weird, but it's whatever. 
I'm just going to leave that be. I'm just going to leave it be, everybody. But then, of course, you know, Wendy starts, you know, Wendy starts talking to her mom about, you know, how, you know, she just, like, never wanted to, like, disappoint her and, like, you know, that, you know, that she wished that she would have let her just, like, do what she wanted to. Like, you never, like, like you know, Wendy was like, you never say, like, you're sorry or anything. And I'm just like, holy shit, like, are we really about to have this full-on conversation in front of this whole crew of people? This whole crew that's supposed to be doing a photo shoot for y'all? This is what this is what y'all are about to do right now. Like I felt so bad for that whole group. Like it was so awkward having a mother and daughter spat situation going on while they're just trying to do a photo shoot. They're literally still shooting as they are arguing. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so crazy. But also like bravo to them. They're like, listen, like we are paying by the minute here. Like we have got to get this shit done. Like, holy shit. I just felt bad for that whole group of people. That whole group of people. Her mom straight up walked out. She's like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. And then we cut to Ashley got, like, a hotel for her and Michael so they could be, like, intimate together. And, God, it was just so awkward. Just Michael and Ashley are just, like, so awkward, which I'm sure it's probably awkward to have, you know, a full-on crew like they're like trying to like record you being like, you know, sexual with your, um, with your husband. I'm sure that that is awkward just in itself. 100%. Not saying that it's not, um, just saying just the whole situation is weird. You know, it just is, it, it feels, God, I just don't know. I just feel like Michael's just so fucking gross that I am just like, wow, my guy, like you should be counting your fucking blessings, counting your blessings that you have a hot piece of fucking ass as a wife. Like, and that she is trying to do anything and everything to keep your marriage together. You know, like, that she, like, sincerely loves you. I, I, nobody can quite crack the code as to why, but you should be thinking your goddamn lucky stars that she does. Oh, Lord. And then, for some reason, some, I can't remember how, but then we got onto the whole, you know, Juan of it all. And Michael could not stop talking about Juan. He just kept going on and on about Juan. And my thing was, is like, um, Michael, when was the last time that you actually saw Juan? You know, because how he was like reminiscing, it was like like an ex or something like that. Like, you know, in the sense of like, I just, you know, I miss him. I haven't seen him in so long. And Juan, you know, Juan this and Juan that. But the fact that the editors did a montage of Michael and Juan, I died. I died. I died. I died. I died. It's so good. So fucking good. <laughs> I just love it. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. Um, and then, um, yeah, that was pretty much, I feel like that was pretty much the end of the episode, you guys. Um, like I said, wasn't like anything like super crazy that happened, but it was a good episode all in all. Just, you know, awkward with Michael and Ashley and, you know, the fact that Michael can't stop talking about Juan. Um, you know, thank God Wendy got her fucking candle line going, you know, so things are coming together. <laughs> but goodness you guys the preview looks crazy because we have a chris and candace situation they're arguing at the val renewal we have robin and juan arguing somewhere else either pre or post val renewal 
who can say exactly um god i hope that they're still getting married you guys like i love them they're so cute together and it's like it just to me it just seems like it's so meant to be like so i'm just hoping for the best um also you know there's karen's dress it gets stuck on the fucking on the banister like holy shit like <laughs> and that was just the preview so who knows what's going to happen in this next episode but i can't wait can't fucking wait um okay well let's just go ahead and we're going to get right into um real housewives of salt lake city so this episode is called Slippery Slope. So in the beginning of this episode, we have um, Lisa. Um, she's picking up her son from school. Or, yeah, I think it was from school. Um, and listen, I know that, like, there, I've seen a lot of memes already on a lot of Bravo accounts where Lisa is just saying, baby gorgeous, baby love. And I'm just like, holy shit. But I found it very sweet. Um, and it made me really sad. Um, well, okay, first. So it made me really sad to see that um, Lisa's son is kind of like getting like bullied, like that a friend of his like doesn't want to be friends with him anymore. Maybe not bullied, but just like a sad, you know, sad end to like a friendship um, for her son. And then, um, but I found it very sweet that she was like trying to help him, um, trying to like resolve the issue. But what I realized as I was like making this note, and I was like, that's not Lisa's MO. She's not, like, trying to, like, sweetly, like, resolve something. Like, that's just not what she does. So my thing is, is that I think that Lisa 100% is, like, basically, like, she wants to get the parent close by so that she can try to possibly, like, intimidate or be like, what's wrong with your kid? Like, why are they being so mean to my child? Like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, really, like, letting her son, like, work it out, she's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do, like, a play date. That's because she wants to meet the parent. Just to make sure she wants to have a chit chat with them <laughs> and be like, what the fuck's going on? Why is your kid not being nice to my kid? <laughs> I think that's exactly what is happening. Um, we then cut to um, Dewey and Jenny and gosh, you guys, like I love, I really like them. Um, Dewey. <sighs> it's hard. I like him as well. I think, you know, like, I think that they do have a good um, relationship, but um, they do when they don't, you know what I mean? Like the fact that Dewey's like, I just want to, I just want to have like another like sister wife. So then, you know, we could have more kids. And the fact that he's like really pushing it, even though he sees like how much it's hurting Jenny, that that's what he's even asking. Um, but then yet like keeps like trying to push it. Like, please Dewey, like stop, like, please stop. Like, you can see how much it is hurting her and, but then you're still pushing it, still pushing to be like, well, this is what I want. Like, I want more kids. Well, like, do we like your wife that doesn't want to have a sister wife, doesn't want you to fucking go impregnate somebody else and doesn't want to go through pregnancy again by herself or, you know, not by herself, but go through pregnancy herself is telling you like, I don't want any of those things. So what is there to like do exactly? And I don't know, like, so I'm hoping that they'll be able to work through it and, you know, make it on the other side. But, you know, that's a tough, that's a really tough situation to be in. Very tough to like determine. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, and I'm glad that Jenny just said like, listen, like, 
I know that this like hurt you more than me because you were the one that had to deal with it. But I think like therapy is what you need. And 100% it is. 100%. Because I think that he is like, he's trying to fill like a void of losing his daughter or losing their daughter, I should say. And, you know, and so I think that's what's motivating him to just be like, this is what I want. And is kind of like stuck in not wanting to change his mind because he's so headstrong and having more kids to try to replace possibly their daughter. And I know that he said like, you know, I'm not trying to replace her, but that is what it comes down to, I think. And I think that he needs to really deal with that in some therapy. And I hope that he does end up going to therapy to get to just like really talk that out because I can't imagine that has to be just such a hard thing to just be dealing with on your own. Oh, goodness. But Anywho, after that, we cut to um, Seth and Meredith, and they're just, like, kind of getting together just to kind of touch base, like, on their relationship. And um, and they were talking about, like, houses, which I'm like, didn't you guys just move into a house? So I'm so confused that they're possibly thinking about moving to another house now. And it's just, like, are you guys talking about, like, possibly, like, trying to, like, build? Or, like, what exactly is happening? Like, like... I don't like, I don't like people that move like a whole bunch. Like that's weird to me. Like that's a lot. That's a lot to do. Like I hate moving and I can't imagine, like I can't imagine having to do that at like once every like six months or something like fucking shoot me, like straight up shoot me. Um, (laughs) But what cracked me up is that Seth basically said like, he's like, you know that I just want like a, want like a view. Like I just want an amazing view to just like wake up to. He's like, I want to just be like motorboating mother nature. (laughs) Motorboating mother nature. Like that is specific. That is specific. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But what I did not realize that Meredith kind of divulged was that um, they did a discernment, which I'd never even heard of this before. But um, basically, like they sit down with like a discernment officer, and they help to determine if basically if they're like if their relationship or marriage is worth saving or not. And I was just like, whoa, I didn't even know that that was like a thing. But you know, listen, like they did like their due diligence. Like you can tell, like they really love each other. That they. They both clearly did not want to have to go through this divorce or they wouldn't have done like a discernment. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point if you're like completely done with somebody? Like, why would you see if it's something that's worthwhile to like keep trying to work at? Um, so it's just like, it's very clear that they very, you know, that they love each other. They really want to make this work. And so, you know, so I'm glad, I'm glad that things are working out for them. So I like them. I like them a lot. I don't even know what this is for, but I literally wrote down these babies. Oh my goodness. That's right. We went to, I was just like, I had to like a complete like brain fart. Um, so I watched these on Monday, um, which was just yesterday, but anyways, (laughs) I completely forgot like who's babies. Like, what am I talking about here? Um, but that's right. Heather had like a little party for, if you watch the first season, she did it with all of the moms when they were first pregnant, they, she threw like a joint baby shower for all of them. And then now this time she did like a, like a first birthday party with all of them, which I thought was very cute. Like I like that. I hope that they keep that little tradition going. That's really sweet. Um, but crazy that she had like five employees that all had a kid around the same time. Wild. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yes, those babies are so cute. And those little baby, like little air force ones. Like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. So cute. So, 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 so cute. Oh my goodness. And then Whitney, like recounting the story of, um, <laughs> 
of the uh, um, of the setup um, was cracking me up because she was just like, I shut it down. I shut it down, you guys. Like, no. <laughs> and Angie got drunk real fucking quick. Real quick. Like, before we knew it, like, she was stumbling and falling over. It just gave me very much so, like, Whitney vibes. I was like, I can tell that they are cousins. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But when Angie's on the screen, that's all I can think about is how much she looks like um, Sarah. Uh, is it Sarah Polson? I think so. Yeah. Um, it's wild to me. It is so wild. Oh my goodness. So next they're going on, they're doing some like tubing. Um, and so everybody's like meeting up. Um, Mary got like this huge, you know, stretch fucking Hummer limousine to take them up to go do tubing or whatever, because she was just like, I saw that that was like, I think she said it was like a two hour drive. And she was like, no, like we need to be in something where we have room. <laughs> but when everybody was in there, I was like, this doesn't seem like they have a lot of room. <laughs> like it looked like Heather was just like, had like one butt cheek on a fucking seat. Like somebody scoot the fuck down, like help Heather out here. Like rude. Um, but uh, Lisa, I think it was in her confessional. She was just like saying like about Angie, basically like that. I forgive and forget, but sometimes I forget you. <laughs> just like, ugh, can we forget you, Lisa? Like, is that an option? Is that an, is it an option to just forget about you? Because that would be great. Like, I'm just so over Lisa. Like, she drives me fucking nuts. Drives me nuts. But it was like really crazy that fucking like Mary like went in on her when she was just like, I guess I'll have to like Google it. And <laughs> Mary fucking lost her shit. She's like, you just don't like believe like what I'm saying. Like, why don't you go ahead and Google it then? Like, just don't do that. Don't do that. Like Mary is on like off her fucking rocker y'all like off her rocker. Like I am concerned again, free Mary, free Mary. <sighs> Lord, like it's, it's, it's wild. Like, I just don't think that, I don't think that she is well. And she just thinks that everybody is fucking out to get her, which I'm sure with marrying your grandpa, I'm sure there's no reason why you wouldn't think people were either talking shit about you, thinking that you're stupid, thinking that you're ignorant. Like, you know, there's a lot of fucking like, you know, just unfortunate, you know, adjectives that somebody can throw on you um, after you marry your grandpa. So, you know, so I think like she just gets, I think she gets triggered like really easily. And I mean, and uh, it was funny that like, uh, I think it was in Heather's confessional. She was just saying that, you know, Lisa and Mary are going at it like thrilled. <laughs> because I was just like, thank God it's not me. And somebody else is fucking getting into it with Lisa because she's wild. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, have like Lisa and Heather even like talked at all? Does anybody, does anybody know? Like, I don't think they've talked at all this season. I mean, they've done like group events together when they did like the ice fishing. I feel like Lisa gave Whitney and Heather a hug. So I don't know. It, it's all weird. It all is just very weird. And then, and then Mary and Jenny get into it and you know, Jenny's just like, I'm just trying to have a good day. Like, can we just like stop with the bullshit and like, let's just fucking go. And Mary was 100% taken aback. She's like, who the fuck is this person? Like, <laughs> She's just like, she's not going to talk to me like that. Dropping those F-bombs. 
Oh God. It's just like Mary, like relax, but also like Jenny, like calm down. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like that, that like level of energy was not what anybody was expecting. But we also find out later that this is also the, um, you know, the birthday of her, her child that passed. So it's a, it's a hard day. It's a really hard day for her. So understandable that she may just like lash out a little bit. So everybody just fucking get off her goddamn back. Um, and then, so everybody's like tubing, having like a good time, yada, yada, yada. And I thought it was like very funny. Like, so they're trying to do like teams or whatever. And Lisa calls over Jen and it's like, come over here. And Jen just kind of like stands there and then like looks around. And then um, I think it was Whitney's friend that ended up going over there and being like their fourth person. So it was like Whitney's friend, Meredith. Um Gosh, I don't know who was in the middle. And then Lisa. So quite the ragtag crew. Um, and then so so they named their team. So they named their teams. It was tits out versus tits in. <laughs> well, actually, they didn't name them. Uh, the producers and editors did, which I thought was great. And they had like little chirons come up, like little words across the, across the screen. Uh, tits out and tits in. Tits out versus tits in. Eh. Oh gosh, this joke cracks me up. But Lisa was losing it when fucking Jen didn't follow her. Like she was like pissed. Pissed, pissed, pissed. You could see it all over her fucking face. Like she was pissed off. And then, you know, then we cut to they are all like, you know, after inner tubing, then they all go have like, you know, like some drinks and like a bite to eat or whatever. Everybody's just sitting down eating, yada yada yada. And like what I found like interesting is like, you know, she just like was trying to kind of like make sure that like her and Mary or were, you know, I think everybody's trying to make sure like they were like good in like in a good place. And, you know, Lisa just kind of like goes off that she's just like, I don't want to keep being questioned. And it's just like, okay, well, listen, like you wouldn't be questioned, Lisa, if you would stop just saying shady things. So if you don't say shady things, then you won't be questioned and then your character won't be questioned. Because how you treat people would is would make it seem like it's very possible that you did call those caterers and ask them not to help Angie after you found out that Whitney was was coming. Um, because probably you helped Angie get those caterers and you know, under the pretense that fucking Whitney wasn't gonna be coming and that you guys were just going to be, you know, kind of like Xing her out a little bit. So yeah. But also what I found interesting is that I don't see Meredith jumping into nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like Meredith has nothing to say. Because she's just like, go ahead and fight like your own battles. Like you don't need me to fucking talk it out. Like you don't need me to defend you. Just like, I mean, like, you know, I feel like with Meredith, she's like, I'm not looking to you to defend me. But of course, Lisa's upset about it. <sighs> Lord. And then, you know, uh, the whole Angie situation, you know, they kind of like talk it out like a little bit, but I mean, for the most part, it's like Lisa is not going to say that she's done anything fucking wrong. And she just like starts crying and just, you know, basically saying like that, you know, like how could my friend of 20 years try to think that I would do something like that? It's like, well, listen, it's not that she's thinking that your fucking caterer has fucking told her told her that they had a that they had a obligation to you when you know I'm sure that it wasn't like they booked them yesterday you know what I'm saying like so yeah it seems like your hand you got caught in the cookie jar 
And now you're just hoping that crying and, and so forth is going to get you out of it. And it's not, at least, or at least I don't think it should. But of course, Angie came over and fucking gave her a goddamn hug while she was crying and stuff. And just being like, I don't want this to ruin our friendship. It's like too late, too fucking late. And then, you know, Jenny, of course, is asking, you know, then asked like Mary, like, are we good? Like today's just like a hard day for me. And fucking Mary's like crazy smile of just like, I don't give a fuck is terrifying terrifying Ugh. and then um god it was something that lisa said like in her confessional i just like it ugh, made me so like angry and i was just like lisa's just like such an ass that's all i kept thinking is like she is just such an ass and what she was saying in her confessional is that jenny Jenny is being um was being too vulnerable in front of everybody and that these fuckers are going to and that they're and that they're fake. Let Jenny be fucking vulnerable. Like let her get like get her story out. Like that is the best way for her to be able to just like process like her feelings and what she's going through. And you know, just trying to just like talk it out. But of course Lisa has to be an ass. Shock and awe. <sighs> Goodness. But um that was pretty much the end of Salt Lake City. Like nothing too crazy really happened on this episode either. Um but regardless, still both are really good. Both are really good. Um still enjoying them. I was entertained, still like watching my ladies. Um but the the preview looks wild. It looks crazy and I cannot wait. Cannot wait because then we find out that Lisa's doing some sort of like event and she, you know, it was a small gathering, I guess. And she only invited um, Mer Meredith and Whitney, but did not invite Jen. So fucking shots fired. Shots fired. Because like, why would you invite Whitney? Why wouldn't you invite Jen? According to y'all, you guys are so, so much closer nowadays. And... And her and Whitney just barely started talking. So it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But what I found interesting, I just thought of this right now, is that, you know, Heather has made amends with Jen, but Jen hasn't really talked to Whitney. Whitney has made amends with Lisa, but Lisa hasn't ever really talked to Heather. So it's interesting. But listening, it's all, it's all working. It's all working. Because when I'm watching the show, I have no idea. No idea. I just thought about this right now. But anyways. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. Like, that's all I got for, um, our two main cities for this week. Um, I really can't wait for Winterhouse to come on. I'm super stoked for the next episode. Also very excited for Reunion Part 3. Um, and, you know, can't wait to see the season finale of Potomac. And then we have the reunion and we have Nicki Minaj doing questions. You guys very excited about that. Um, and, um, but yeah, Salt Lake city is going strong, going strong. So, all right, guys. Well, I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I so appreciate it. Please go follow me on my IG page. Give me more reality. And yeah, just remember, we're just talking trash with love here. It's nothing, it's nothing too crazy. Just having a good time. It's just for shits and gigs, everybody. Um, but yeah, like, subscribe, tell your friends, you know, all that good stuff. And just thank you guys again so much for listening. All right, guys, this has been Gimme More Reality. Thanks, guys.